At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. A warmer for the low, welcome to Lovey Las Vegas. For Chris Kassoops, with myself, Greg Eves, and now part of the Beast Family Podcast, and we got a tremendous podcast for you. In the second segment, we're going to be joined by one of our good friends. He does great work over there at HXCBB, Brian Rolf. He does the Hope and Rolf podcast, which you're going to find out at the end of our chat. It is being rebranded just a little bit for the upcoming college basketball season. But with that said, he is a man that is actually a graduate of South Carolina. And we're going to be talking with him about the man that is going to be going to that school, Gigi Jackson his reclassification, and really just the SEC as a whole when it comes to the new coaches that are going to be coming into that conference and just conferences in general. Now on to making some coaching hires. We're going to be diving into what the new coaches in the Big East and the Atlantic 10 can expect to do for this upcoming season. We're going to be taking a look at also some of the bad hires that we feel have been made this college basketball season as well. We always like to talk about the good but if we wind up trying to take a look at a few fades as well, we are going to be doing that with our good friend Brian in the second segment. And it is going to be just a two-segment podcast because really the only piece of news that we wind up seeing in college basketball over the last, we'll call it 48 hours, Deion Stroud, a five-point per game score, decided to go from Fresno State to Eastern Washington. I'll have more thoughts on that in the coming days, but certainly not enough to wind up having like five-plus minutes on that. So we are going to be keeping it a little bit shorter on this one. And if you do like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, go to Coast Hoops. You're able to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have a question, comment, segment, idea, whatever you for this podcast, you do have one or two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at unit underscore 81. Keep in mind, let her see them. It does not matter, so as per usual, please just send these into the timeline. And the other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to find whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Find that five-star review. Really did not wind up getting in any Twitter questions today, but it is always great to get Brian on the podcast. And we're going to be talking with our good friend from Heat Check CBB next right here. I'm Coach Coach with myself, Craig Eves, and now a part of the Beeson Family Podcast. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back here in Las Vegas with Jessica Seeps with myself, Greg Gibbs and now for the Beats and Family Podcast and it is great to be joined by Brian Ralph. He is doing amazing work over there at Heat Check CBB. I know that he does a podcast with our other friend, Connor Hope, of this show as well. That is the Hope and Ralph podcast, which you're able to find that where we get this podcast. As Brian doing a great job over there in the Carolinas, taking a look at all things college basketball and also as a South Carolina alum. So I know we're talking about with them, and no, it's not about the fact that we do wind up having a little bit of a switcheroony with regards to Chicago State's conference as well. That is not what we're going to be talking about, but rather we're going to be talking about a little bit of reclassification as be able to follow Brian on Twitter. That's at brough 33 Last name is spelled R-A-U-F. And Brian, it is always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. I really appreciate it. Always appreciate you joining me. And I mentioned it. You are a South Carolina alum and you know what? They've got Gigi Jackson coming into the program. And out of the six coaching moves that we wound up seeing in the SEC this offseason, I did feel like South Carolina was going to be sort of the longest rebuild job for them just because of Lamont Paris's track record with Chattanooga. Took him a few years to be able to get things online with Chattanooga. Obviously, this last season for them was very solid, but did wind up taking a few years to be able to get all the pieces in place. I'm not sure what your outlook is for the South Carolina team, but I'm still a little bit bleak on it just because I take a look at the other guys that are coming in, like Beachy Johnson I think has potential, but someone like a Hayden Brown coming in from the Citadel, I just don't see him necessarily being a big-time SEC player. Not sure what your thoughts are, but Gigi Jackson, obviously very good for South Carolina. I still think it might be a little bit of a tough season for them, though. I think we always think of South Carolina as being in rebuild mode because South Carolina always is in rebuild mode for the most part. Gigi Jackson, you'd obviously much rather have him than not have him. He is a really good player. He's going to be the best player on South Carolina's team, one of the best prospects, certainly, in the entire SEC and in the entire country. But I don't think he's somebody who can take South Carolina over the top and win games on his own. That's not something that's in his skill set. I don't think that he's ready to do that yet. He is highly ranked, I think, because of his ability and what it projects to be in the future. He's very athletic, has some raw tools, is a good player around the basket, trying to expand his game because he is a little bit of a tweener forward, power forward center with his size and is trying to expand his game. He's going to be most effective right now down low. And South Carolina can get a lot out of that, but 
because he is so obviously South Carolina's best player, he's going to be able to do whatever he wants for better or worse. That's the only real concern I have with that. But you take a South Carolina team that you mentioned was in severe rebuild mode. I think this puts them towards the top half of the bottom half of the conference. I viewed the SEC before this coming into the season as a very clear top half. You have probably seven teams that are very clearly in NCAA tournament contention have realistic expectations to make in the tournament and a bottom half seven eight teams that it would be a stretch for them to make the tournament south Carolina certainly fell in that category and was one of the bottom teams in the conference i think i had them projected to be right above georgia at 13th i think gg jackson puts them in the top 10 and maybe around that 10 spot or 9th spot in the sec which will be progress for south carolina i just don't know if because gg jackson's gonna have such a spotlight on him and in turn on South Carolina, if people will view that as the step in the right direction, that it would end up being. And we've seen that with plenty of schools in recent years. Now, a lot of these teams, they did wind up actually taking steps back when it was all said and done. I'm taking a look at teams like Washington with Markel Fultz, LSU with Ben Simmons, Anthony Edwards over there at Georgia. And I mean, the fact that Georgia wound up having Xavier Wheeler and Anthony Edwards and still wound up doing what they did in the SEC, I think, just is all that you need to know as to why Tom Crean is currently on the unemployment line. But, I mean, man, (laughs) it certainly is going to be interesting to take a look at on that front end. I just take a look at the SEC as a whole, and I do think that these first-year coaches – A lot of them, it's going to be a little bit of a rough year for them. I think that in terms Mm. of first-year success, certainly Florida, the cupboard was least bare with them. And, I mean, I think that Todd Golden was honestly the best hire out of all of them as well in terms of just a raw coach. So I think that they're probably going to be able to make the biggest impact off the bat. But I think that Missouri is going to be relatively solid. Mississippi State is one of those schools that I'm still a little bit questionable on in terms of season number one. I think that Chris James is going to be able to get things turned around. But I do think that... The first year is going to be a little bit tough. You mentioned it with Georgia. going to be a little bit tough for Mike White, but I mean, quite frankly, his name is not Tom Crean, so already you're making progress <laughs> there. But I take a look at the new coaches out there in the SEC. I think for a lot of them, it's going to be a little bit of a tough go of it. Like I said, Florida is the team that I'm most bullish on out of all of them. But I think that over the next few years, all these programs are going to be able to elevate themselves. Yeah, I think all of them made – smart hires, right? It remains to be seen if those hires will work out the way they all intended and, and sort of the way we think now. But given the information we had available to us this offseason, what we knew about these guys, I don't think any of them were, were bad hires. I think Lamont Paris for South Carolina was probably the least inspiring of those. Maybe maybe Dennis Gates at Missouri, but Gates had a good career at Cleveland State. Good tenure there that had he had that team playing really well. Same thing with Paris. Chattanooga had turned them into a tournament team. We're a shot really away from beating Illinois in the first round of the tournament. All these guys have proven they can coach and have earned this opportunity. I do think Todd Golden is in the best position, one, because of just the high regard I hold him as as a coach. I think he's one of the best coaches in the country, certainly one of the best young coaches in the country. And to your point, Florida has some talent there. Mike White left because he saw the writing on the wall. He was not going to be around much longer. I think Golden can get more out of what's there than White would have been able to do. And I also got to look at Mac McMahon at LSU. Talk about a cupboard being bare. He had no scholarship players at one point. He's totally revamped that roster through the transfer portal. Should have them being, I think, in NSA tournament contention, at the very least, given the talent that's on that roster. So I think those two are probably the most set up for long-term success. To your point, I don't think it'll take Jans long to, to win at Mississippi State consistently. I think Gates and Paris can have some flashes 
at Missouri and South Carolina. I don't like Mike White at Georgia <laughs> just because uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of Mike White as a coach. So again, there's a reason he left Florida. He was on his way to being forced out, which may not have been the wrong decision from a Gator standpoint. And Georgia doesn't throw a lot at the basketball program. Elsewhere, I think you're looking at reasonable situations where all the other guys could succeed and show promise within the next couple of years. Yeah, when it comes to Mike White, I didn't think that he was the world's greatest coach at Florida by any stretch of the imagination. But with that said, it's just an upgrade that you wind up having someone not named Tom Crean. I mean, you could have hired <laughs> that, in there. That's true. You could have hired on Greg Peterson, and it would have been an upgrade. Really bad situation with Tom Crean. It's just one of those things in which he brought up riding the coattails of Dwayne Wade for each out of the last 20 years, and finally he wound up getting what wound up being deserved there as Brian Ruff is joining me on the podcast. Does a great job over there at Heat Check CBB, and I do think that it's interesting how they're going to be doing and Just taking a look nationwide, we did wind up seeing over 55 coaching changes that did wind up happening this offseason. Obviously, the SEC wound up having a bunch of them, but I take a look at other conferences as well. The Atlantic 10, they wound up having a lot of movement. As a matter of fact, we're talking about South Carolina, and I do think that Freddie Barton is going to be able to turn around UMass. I do think that you're going to be able to mm-hmm. see some good results from someone like an Archie Miller over there at St. Louis. I think that might take or Archie Miller over there at Rhode Island. I think it might wind up taking him a year or two, but certainly he's got things trending in the right direction over there. And I take a look at that conference along with the Big East too. Obviously the Big East, they made some great coaching hires as well. And those two conferences over there in the Northeast part of the country, I've been very impressed by what they've been able to do as well. Absolutely. I think the A-10 has a lot of really good coaches in the conference already. The teams that were looking for new coaches, I think, had to hit home runs. And I think they did for the most part. Archie Miller had success in the A-10 before he went to Indiana. I know the Indiana tenure did not go as expected, but he is still a proven coach in the A-10. I think that's a win. Frank Martin has a reputation for being a good coach, and I think he still is a very good coach. Bottom line is he made one NSA tournament in 10 years at South Carolina. The tournament appearance was a Final Four run. His hire gives UMass a jolt of energy, that program desperately needed. And I do think he'll be fine coaching, but I think that's the biggest win is that UMass having the opportunity, I think, reinvigorated him. He's been pretty open about that. And I also think hiring somebody with that name and pedigree reinvigorates this UMass program. So I'm interested to see what happens there. Uh, Big East-wise, I don't think anybody hit a hit a better home run than Butler did with Fab Mata. Laval Jordan, I think, was a good coach. Butler was top five in the country in, I think, January 2020, not too long ago. He was a good coach who was building that team back up, I thought. Butler fan base was a little bit impatient with him, so I thought if they let him go, they had to really bring in somebody that made sense to let him go because I do think Jordan is a pretty good coach. Thad Mata is probably one of the 10, 15 best coaches in the entire country. They went from a good coach to a great coach. Butler has a really good young roster that could be in for a breakthrough this year. So, yeah, those conferences did great overall. But those three, I think, are going to be the most interesting cases to follow this upcoming season. Yep, I totally agree with you there. With UMass, they've done a good job in the transfer portal. Rhode Island, they've been able to do a nice job being able to rebuild that roster as well. So I do think that these two conferences wind up doing a very solid job of being able to bring in some solid guys. And, I mean, it is really tough to wind up taking a look at the negative as well with this because we always like to take a look at coaching searches, guys in the transfer portal, and say, wow, they want to doing a great job. I love that hire, or I love that guy going to insert your school here via the transfer portal. But was there maybe a hire, too, that wound up sending out to you, and it was just a little bit of head-scratching, because I take a look at the Travis Steele hire over there at Miami of Ohio, and yeah. that is one that I just don't wind up getting with Xavier. 
They went straight down the toilet bowl, and every single year that Travis Steele was there, I think that in all four of his years, it was at the minimum the last three. They ranked in the top 25, and if it wasn't for the COVID pandemic, he would have missed the NCAA tournament in all those years. The only reason why he didn't miss the NCAA tournament that year is because there was no NCAA tournament, but that was one that stood out to me as like, man, I don't know if this guy deserves another opportunity this quick. I'm not sure if there were a few other hires that were a little bit head-scratching to you, but Travis Steele is just a guy that I am completely out on as a coach, especially seeing how Xavier wanted rallying the minute he wanted getting canned. Yeah, I think Travis Steele is the obvious one. I honestly think a lot of the hires that were made this cycle were good hires and ones that made sense. I think there are only a couple to a handful you can look at and say, I really don't know what they were thinking there. LaSalle being one with Fran Dunphy, I get that he is a Philadelphia coaching legend and you want to bring some of that in. But he's 73 years old. His Ramed Temple had run its course for a reason. I don't think he's going to give LaSalle the boost that LaSalle is hoping he's going to make. And even if he's successful, there's a pretty good chance LaSalle's looking for a new coach in three to four years at most anyway. The Pet Chambers hire by Florida Gulf Coast as well was interesting, given the reasons why he's no longer coaching at Penn State. I didn't think he'd find another job this soon. And Florida Gulf Coast program that is used to winning in the A-Sun, I I think, took a swing there. And we'll see how that works out. The big one to me that is a little bit confusing and might be on an island in in finding this confusing is who Xavier hired to be Travis Steele's replacement. Sean Miller had great success in his first ten at Xavier and had good success the first half of his tenure in Arizona. But this is a guy who, in Sean Miller, is the reason why Arizona is brought up in all the FBI stuff and and basically has had NSA investigators at the doorstep for the past five years. So you're bringing that into your program. And that doesn't go to mention the fact that Arizona kind of secretly was not that good during the last four or five years of Sean Miller's tenure there. And I know the FBI investigation and NCA stuff hanging over that had an impact on his recruiting. Even if you take all that aside, Arizona was playing at a, at a level that would be a fireball offense for most Arizona coaches anyway. So I get giving him a second chance, I guess, pretty quickly. Xavier wanted to make a splash, and, and Sean Miller certainly is that. But from a coaching pedigree standpoint, I don't know if he still has it at that level anymore, given what we saw in the last part of, of his tenure in Arizona. Yep, it certainly is a case where we know that he's able to have success at Xavier. That was very much laid out. The question is, is a year off that you wound up having going to be able to have him coming back and have him being a little bit more hungry? Is this FBI cloud going to be hanging over him? Sulay Boom coming in via the transfer portal. I think that that is going to be massive for them, but do have a lot of question marks there. And Brian, I know that you're diving into a lot for this upcoming college basketball season. You and the other great gentlemen over there at Heat CBB, hard at work getting set for the upcoming season. I know that you and Connor are revamping the podcast a little bit as well, and that is going to be out relatively soon. So I know that there's a lot of buzz around that. So let the good people at home know it's all on tap for you and how people can follow along on social media and other platforms. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at brauf33. It's B-R-A-U-F-33 or heatcheckcbb.com at heatcheckcbb on Twitter. We're going through a rebrand with the podcast, uh, adding a video element to it. That'll be kicking off, I think, next week because August is next week because time's flying. That'll be kicking off next week. We're very, very excited about that. It'll be called the Heat Check Hangout. Me and Connor will be main host. We'll have a couple more guys rotating in. Riley Davis uh, is going to be a big part of that as well, and we'll have some guests on every week to make it more of a hangout, make it more of an actual conversation about college basketball 
topics that we want to talk about as college basketball fans, and we hope other college basketball fans want to want to listen to as well. Uh, we also have a big season preview project that we are working on. I have to stay a little quiet about the details about it, but we are hard at work, and I promise you that everything you're going to want to know, possibly want to know, about the upcoming college basketball season, you're going to be able to find up on heatcheckcbb.com in the coming weeks and months. Brian does an absolutely amazing job taking a look at the game of basketball and the gentlemen over there at heatcheckcbb. They work tirelessly to be able to make the game of college basketball just as fun and as easy to be able to digest, for lack of a better term, as humanly possible. They do an amazing job taking a look at it from a wide variety of lenses. And Brian always brings the goods whenever he's on this podcast. So big thanks to Brian Roth of EHXCBB for joining me right here on Coast to Coast Soups, now part of the Visa family of podcasts. And if you do like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, Coast to Coast Soups, you're able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you've got a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at GUnit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters DM. Maybe it does not matter, so as per usual, please just send these into the timeline. The other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to find whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Find that five-star review. Big thanks once again to Brian for joining me, and I will be coming at you guys every single day throughout the year during the off-season news and notes of college basketball, and then we're going to be providing conference previews as well. We are on the M's right now in terms of our low and mid-majors, so the MAC, the Metro Atlantic, the Missouri Valley, the Mountain West, those are going to be coming up in the coming weeks, so that'll be a lot of fun, and then once we get in-season picks and analysis on every single game, every single day, so I'll chat at you guys once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today.